what about uh, speaking of legends? This actually shocked me a bit on the weekend. Was Jurgen Klopp announcing that he's stepping down as the Liverpool manager? Before we chat about it, let's take a listen. I can understand that it's a shock for a lot of people in this moment when you hear it the first time, and but obviously I can explain it or at least try. I I love absolutely everything about this club. I love everything about the city. I love everything about our supporters. I love the team. Love the stuff. Love everything. That I still take this decision probably will or shows you that I'm convinced it's the one I have to take. It is that I'm running out of energy. I have no problem now. Obviously, I think I, I, I know it already for for longer. But I um, know that I cannot do the job again and again and again and again. And after all the years we had together and after all the time we spent together and after all the things we went through together, the respect grew for you, the love grew for you, and the least thing I owe you is the truth. And that's the truth. And that is the truth. Uh, And see, it was a bit of a shock, but firstly, a reflection on Jurgen Klopp, the manager, from my point of view, charisma, uh, his energy on the sideline and the success that Liverpool had uh, as soon as he walked in that building. Uh, He energised fans, he got the best out of players and uh, we're all better for having had him in the EPL for so long. And and you mentioned the word fans there, Copes, and that was probably the thing that stood out for me was the reaction, the sadness and even grief um, that poured out from Liverpool fans as we sort of woke up to to that news, I think on Sunday morning maybe, Um, and, and just reading some of the comments and seeing their reaction and, and, you know, how much um, he's meant to to the fans, to the club and um, to that organisation. So massive hole, massive void now to to see who who scrambles for that position. Yeah, absolutely. And just in the NFL update, you would have uh, planned this. This is coming. 7-0 to the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. An early touchdown for the Chiefs in the NFL, the AFC Championship game underway against Baltimore. Now, time for your own segment. You come on the show, you demand that you have your own segment. Yes. Um, in the production meetings, you're like, no. Part of my Trent, deal. No, here. we can't do this. No, yeah. we can't do that. I need to talk about players under pressure. Yeah. You've done a few. You kicked it off last week. Yeah. Who have we got today? That, in terms of teams, who are we talking about? And then let's kick it off with your first one. We're talking to talk. We're going to talk Titans and Manly. Um, okay. So two sides that didn't make the top eight last year. Um, one side in Manly, I've got huge hopes for this year, and another side yep. in the Titans who have got a new a new coach who knows what success is in in Des Hasler. And um, so we'll start with the Titans. And one of the the most interesting moves that Des Hasler has made already in the off season is to switch AJ Brimson. Um, yeah. AJ Brimson's going to start in the centres, having had such a an impact at at fullback. And one of the criticisms criticisms around Justin Holbrook last year was the failure, I guess, of um, or the inability to have Jaden Campbell, um, Kieran Four, and and AJ Brimson all on the field at the one time and and having an impact because they need Brimson um, and Campbell on the field performing. But Brimson, yeah, it's a really interesting move for him. He's not the biggest player so it's going to be interesting to see how he how he plays at center will he have that roaming role um you know at his best he's an origin player 
Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, he, he'd need a few injuries now because he's gone behind the Ponga and Reese Walsh and, the, and those sort of guys. But, you know, potential off the bench if there's a few injuries, you know, in the lead up to that series. But um, if that center position doesn't work, you know other clubs will be circling and saying, mate, we'll give you the number one jersey if that's what you want. Yeah. No uh, doubt. I don't think, and I don't think there's any doubt that he's a, a very good NRL level fullback. Mm. And, you know, at times even potentially an origin level fullback. Um, but I think it's the right move. And, you know, this is from a fan's perspective, certainly not an expert, but it just struck me as every time that he or Campbell weren't on the field, yeah. it was a bad move for the Titans' prospects. So I think that's where this is coming from. No doubt. No doubt. And I don't know why or, you know, Tanner Boyd's there. You know, he's fine. But, you know, I, I thought the, the solution would have been to play one of them in the halves and four in at seven and probably... Campbell or, or or Brimson at fullback, and that's probably an easier way to, to get him in the side. But, um, you know, if he can have some sort of impact at centre, because we know Campbell's going to have an impact, and we know Foran's going to still, you know, do his role um, in, in running that side, then, uh, you know, it could turn him into a, an attacking force, the Titans. But, yeah, AJ Brimson, big year for him. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some uh, breaking news here from the Brisbane Eel. My mail. Wayne will leave the Dolphins halfway during the NRL season to take over from Klopp at Liverpool as Ooh. a long-term option. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, I'd, I'd enjoy the press conferences uh, with yeah. Klopp and uh, everyone behind Wayne Bennett. Uh, but let's move on to your next player under pressure, mate. And this time, let's talk Manly. Manly, right. So obviously, the easy one there is probably Tom Trevojevic, but Luke Brooks. Yep. Um, is the one yeah. for for me because he arrives with expectation, but a different type of expectation that's been on his shoulders at the West Tigers. At the West Tigers, he was their million dollar player. When everyone abandoned ship, he was the guy still there. Um, he was a guy entrusted to try and, and turn that side into a a finals team, and it just didn't happen. He's played two hundred odd games and hasn't played finals footy yet um, for for Luke Brooks. But he arrives at Manly in a completely different role. You know, he's got Daly Cherry Evans inside of him, you know, still amongst the top two halves in the game. You know, Nathan Cleary one, Daly Cherry Evans two for mine in, in terms of number sevens. You've got Tom Trevojevic out the back. You've got that forward pack. And Luke will, will probably uh, has arrived there at preseason and gone, wow, what have I been missing out on for the last decade with that caliber <laughs> of play inside and out? And, you know, his greatest strength is his running game. He's just not a strong voice, Luke Brooks. So when he was entrusted... To, to lead that side, it just didn't work because that's not his nature. That's not his demeanor. Um, but mm. now unshackled um, and away from the pressure, I guess, of being the main man, I think he can he can really thrive. And the Cherry Evans-Brooks combination and, and Tom Trevojevic and Lockie Croker does a, a really good job for them at nine as well, probably a bit underrated, un, understated his role. But, you know, if he can just provide clean service and you've got those guys, you've got Schuster and Olakowatu and Cooler and Saab and Garrick, I think there's a huge amount of points in, in Manly, and I think Luke Brooks can have a, uh, a cracking year and could you know, make a case to be the buyer of the year, which would be a total frustration for every single West Tigers fan who have put up with <laughs> subpar performances from him for the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a really good one that you've highlighted there. And uh, it's as you said, it strikes as the kind of guy that could come in, and particularly during the origin phase where Cherry Evans yeah. is away playing representative football <laughs> and... 
they need someone to lead the charge so you're not dropping games. Mm. And in the absence of, you know, others through injury, if it, heaven forbid, something happens to Tom, can take that extra responsibility, knows how to lead a team. Yeah. But you would expect that he can also play really good second fiddle. Yeah. And you're thinking left side only, Cherry Evans right side, or do you think it'll be a bit of a, a mesh between the two? I, I think, I hope the way Manly plays that they've got a lot of players on the ball because... I think we've got to, obviously Tom Travoyer has got to play both sides. I think Cooler's got to play both sides as well if they're going to try and get him in the game because we saw the back end of the year when he was playing at fullback, how dynamic he, he can be. So if they have those players playing on both sides of the field with Olokowato and hopefully a, a, a fit and fire and Schuster on, e- on either edge as their pillars, I think that's scary. I think there's, there's some genuine attacking threat there from the Seagulls. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's your players under pressure. MC running his own segments. Love this. (laughs) Love this. Uh, And those two, AJ Brimson and Luke Brooks, under pressure, no doubt. You can have your say this morning. Our open line is 1300 01 1170. The lines are open. We'd love to hear from you. We're here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Brighton's lawyers.